0: Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots! Welcome to the Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal. Chrisanne Hall here, K R I S A N N E H A L L dot com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband, J C Hall. Howdy. Have you all been missing him? They've been <clears throat> missing you, J C. Oh really? Yeah? Did I miss something? Yeah, you were I was at out. your you were meeting, oh. and then yesterday. Yesterday we didn't have a show because we were in Tallahassee. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And we didn't get home until late. And Tallahassee is our state capital in Florida and that's about a four hour drive for us.
1: Yeah, I forgot Tuesday night. I'd have much rather been here for sure. <laughs> no doubt about it.
0: Maybe that's why you forgot Tuesday night because you wanted to be here and blocked instead. it out of my you mind. You blocked it out of your brain. <laughs> Man. Well, we had a good time without you. You know. <laughs> I Everybody notices I have a tendency to rant more when you're not here. So yeah. <laughs> they like it when I rant.
1: You got to carry the whole load.
0: I know, right? Right? Leaving me to to drive the submarine all by myself.
1: No, most of the time I feel like I bring the show down. I'm just
0: No. I'm just kinda, they miss you. I
1: try to stay out of they the way. They
0: totally, totally <laughs> miss you. Yeah, but yeah you But so you probably
1: get more taut when I'm not here. For sure.
0: It's, uh, well, we're, and, and that's because all they have to do is sit there and listen to me talk right. for an hour so. <laughs> so I have to make it real interesting, make it the teach show kind of thing. I always said. Because uh, you're the one that brings the sort of humor side to it. I'm all. You know, yeah. I don't yeah. laugh as much when you're not on the show.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> I've always said you can learn. You learn from every, anybody and everybody, right? You yeah. get, learn what to do or what not to do. So yeah, I, I feel like I fit in either way.
0: And the thing that misses gets missed more often when you're not here is is our live stream chat on YouTube.
1: Because
0: yeah. I'm not able to pay attention to it all the time. You know, I've got to. You
1: guys, my wife is like. Ton, uh, mission.
0: Focus.
1: that's good that's yeah that's the i word am I was mission
0: gonna say. Focused. Not tunnel
1: vision but mission no focused. i'll
0: tell you when i get when i get on a roll i'm i'll yeah. tell you i'm like this man it's it's all this i don't even know there's a world around me
1: she she thinks she's she can multitask <laughs> but
0: oh no i i do multitask i do multitask but when i'm on mission mode that doesn't happen right it doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, happy Religious Freedom Day.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. I would
0: awesome. rather it be called Religious Liberty Today Day, but it's called Religious <laughs> Freedom Day. And it's called Religious Freedom Day. Oh, wrong, wrong button. It's called Religious Freedom Day because it's named after uh, Jefferson's, the ratifying of Jefferson's bill for establishing religious freedom and the bill was actually ratified on january 16th but it was submitted to virginia congress on 18 june 1779. what's interesting jc Hmm. is i was i was so whoever picked this this date
1: knows some history
0: yeah so virginia resolution for religious freedom was ratified on january sixteenth, seventeen 1786 in virginia but i want you to notice something jc it was um it was brought <clears throat> before Virginia in 1779, but not ratified until 1786.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You see, I, I think that our government moves too quickly. We live in this instantaneous yeah. need society, and the things that we don't need them to do, you know, you got to pass the bill so you can read the bill. We're going to hurry, hurry, hurry. And then the important stuff never gets done, right? So if it's politically advantageous if somebody's going to get paid if it controls our liberty if it denies us our rights it's going to get pushed through in a hurry there's going to be the right boogeyman to push it through or the right you know crisis or distraction that you know uh, so it's it's just it's very interesting to notice how long it took to get this bill actually ratified and I thought that it's also interesting that they they did this uh, I wonder how many people, J.C., actually will go back and read Jefferson's bill.
1: I guess I will it's, now.
0: It's really, really well. You've heard parts of it. It's it's mentioned pretty heavily in my Religious Liberty course. Mm-hmm. And so um, the history behind Jefferson's bill is that there was a legislative push to create a property tax to pay Christian teachers to teach the Christian religion. And Jefferson and Madison were both vehemently opposed to this piece of legislation. And so because they were opposed to collecting a property tax to pay Christian teachers to teach the Christian religion, then Jefferson wrote this bill to prevent it from being enforced in the state of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is, is that Jefferson wrote that to compel a man to furnish contributions of money for the propagation of opinions which he disbelieves and abhors is sinful and tyrannical. And so basically his his bottom line, you know, summarizing this section of the bill was that, hey, look, if you collect tax dollars from everybody, but you're only paying Christian teachers, you're collecting tax dollars from people who are not Christians, who don't believe in the Christian religion, and you're forcing their money to pay for things they don't believe in. And he said that's sinful and tyrannical. He actually goes pretty good and in, well into the whole biblical application of the governance of the church and why government shouldn't be paying our church leaders and how that's contrary to God's setup of the ch- governance of the church and and then he talks about uh, tyrannical, you know, the Jefferson was a no tax guy, right? He he Jefferson would have been classified as a tax protester. I mean, he wrote a whole A whole essay to to Lord Dunmore and telling him we don't have to pay your taxes because we have the power of the purse is a powerful tool. And if we give up that power of the purse to government, then we are finished,
1: right? That didn't have anything to do with his own mismanagement of his own finances.
0: Oh, well, well, yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm sure Jefferson, I, I know Jefferson had his own problems, but... Nonetheless, you know, uh, he wasn't the only one that would have been a tax protester anyway. So, <laughs> But anyway, I love this other line from his his resolution because this really, or his, his piece of legislation, because it really, really goes toward the understanding of Jefferson's understanding of separation of church and state, right? Because he's the one that said uh, to the Danbury Baptists in 1802, Uh, I hold with sovereign reverence that act of the whole American people, which declared that their legislators shall not... um, (laughs) The First Amendment thing, thus building a wall of separation of church and state, right? And so he says in this resolution... That all men shall be free to profess and by argument to maintain their opinions in matters of religion, and that the same shall in no wise diminish, enlarge, or affect their civil capacities. So we don't have religious tests, right? right? You're not you're you're not you're not supposed to ju- You're not supposed to elect someone to office based on their religion, and you're not supposed to not elect them to office based on their religion. Yeah. I mean, if we're totally honest, J.C., I know people who call call themselves Christian that I wouldn't let babysit my dog, much less, you know, run for, you know, hold office. Right. So that's not the criteria by which we are to judge people who and their qualifications for office. So, anyway, I knew that if I put religious liberty in the title today that we would be definitely dinged and <laughs> limited and censored so i thought that I even though it's religious freedom day even though it's religious freedom day now that's a
1: this is a new thing right i mean is this from did we not have a religious freedom day i thought it was uh this is now something that's been inaugurated by president trump through the through this executive order
0: i don't recall
1: there ever being officially
0: every year since 1993 okay Every year since nineteen ninety three, January sixteenth has been deemed National Religious Freedom Day.
1: Okay, so he just issued a proclamation which he, is what they do on Right. This he day.
0: issued a, a proclamation, but it was also a, a potential rule change.
1: Matt Shea's the Bomb.
0: Matt Shea's the Bomb. <laughs> hey, yeah, is asking. he here? Oh no, Matt so Shea. What are your thoughts oh, on Matt Shea? one um, my thoughts Matt Shea is awesome. I love him. He's Matt a Shea's friend.
1: a dear friend. What about him?
0: Yeah. So well, that's that's on my list, actually.
1: Uh, talk Original 13, you're talking about them targeting Matt Shea and, and making him out as some kind of terrorist?
0: And a white supremacist yeah. and all that other stuff. Because yeah, you know crazy. they call me a white supremacist, too. So Matt,
1: Shea's like. a patriot. Matt Shea a patriot. Matt Shea loves America. Matt Shea loves the Constitution. Matt Shea loves liberty. Matt Shea loves the Lord. And we love Matt Shea. <laughs> and it's a bunch of hacks creating that, whatever, dossier. I mean, l- look into yeah. I don't remember if you did a show or a blog or whatever on this or you talked about this. No,
0: we're going to talk about it. It's on my list. Yeah. We so. haven't talked about it yet, but I wanted to talk about it when you're here. Gotcha.
1: Okay? So. Uh, maybe you don't. I do. That stuff gets I do. my blood pressure. I up.
0: do. We need to see your blood pressure. No, I, I want
1: right? to... And, and then they'll do dossier on me because I really... I want to know their names. I want to know their addresses. I want to know who they are. I
0: want to dox them.
1: I mean, we do. <laughs> we Doxing is illegal. I, and, and, I mean, we do know in general... Uh, about th- that organization and yeah. some little rinky-dink little thing out of somebody's kitchen uh, in uh, Seattle or Portland or it's, it's just a bunch of liberal hacks. And it's crazy mm-hmm. the the lefty loons in the legislature there in uh, Washington state, and then hired and then
0: the spineless Republicans won't won't uh, you know they're the the spineless faction yeah. of the Republicans won't say anything. So it's so. this
1: Antifa filled, Antifa backed. A uh, little commie Marxist organization mm-hmm. pretending to be private investigators, uh, come up with this hit piece about Matt Shea, who, which by the way, paid for by the tax dollars of uh, Washington state residents.
0: Yeah. That's a different uh, show though, because this is Religious Freedom Day and that's just a little taste man, of what's going to happen me. when we talk about Matt Shea on, uh, uh, well, maybe, maybe we'll schedule that show for tomorrow. Good. Yep. We'll get that one done tomorrow. Bunch so if you want to know uh, because there's a lot more to this than than all of that, you want to understand why the why this, let me put it this way, j c. why I said from the very beginning if all of this mess of the dossier and lack of due process and denial of due process can be enforced on the President of the United States, rest assured it's coming at you too. Yeah,
1: So they took so that, that blueprint. They took the blueprint. Some of them are the same, same people that had mm-hmm. infiltrated uh, the FBI, mm-hmm. uh, worked for this organization, in Washington state mm-hmm. and they use the same blueprint mm-hmm. which by the way is the, is a new, new news item the same blueprint where they targeted Carter Page and made him out to be a Russian agent by falsifying which was by the way found in Horowitz report admitted to reported right. that this FBI agent altered a CIA document mm-hmm. uh, lied right altered it they what did they say doctored it right, right. altered an official document which said that Carter Page was working with the CIA uh, with these Russian contacts, right? right? The reason he had contacts with these Russian individuals because he was essentially working as an asset for the CIA. And and the guy basically deleted that, and they said, oh, he has contacts with Russians. He's a Russian agent. Like, no, he's basically an agent for the CIA. That's like sending an FBI agent to investigate the mob, and then you erase all the documents that that he was working for the FBI, and, and then you arrest him for being a mobster. Right. It's the same freaking thing. And these same people uh, in this so-called private investigative organization uh, creating this claptrap hit piece uh, against Matt Shea. And th- it, it's really scary. It's a scary, I know we're already doing the show, but it's a, it's a scary <laughs> no, not. thing. Sorry. No, not. it's a scary thing we will when, do you, this tomorrow. <laughs> when you think about the, this is like, who was the guy? Hoover? Like J, This is like J. Edgar Hoover tactics, I think and now on the state, just what you saw Herbert in the Hoover FBI. Hover, no Herbert Hoover was the president.
0: president. I always mix them
1: up. Uh, and, and so it's the same thing. Now you're seeing on the state level. So just what you said before, you you allow these things that we, we see happen in I the call Russian it gate
0: trickle down, trickle down
1: tyranny. Down tyranny. And so trickle here, here you see tyranny. it. Of course, they use that. They use that stuff against the people uh, with these agencies.
0: for a long time forever so you had mentioned today that in in probably no coincidence there was an announcement from uh the trump administration because it's religious freedom day it's actually uh a proposed rule regarding equal treatment of faith-based education institutions and provides an updated school prayer guidance yeah and and we heard so, some of
1: the discussion of this when we were in D.C. Yeah, right? we
0: heard some of the discussion when we were in D.C. And so this is a proposed rule. And just like any other proposed rule, it's it's open for discussion. You can public comment. Uh, per, open for public comment. You can produce your public comments. Like 30 and days, stuff, right? so like,
1: Aren't those periods? 30, 30 or 60 days. days. Yeah, I don't either.
0: remember. It's one or the other. But what I now I want to be very clear about something because, again, there's some misleading headlines and some misleading discussions going on, even within the 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 conservative realm. Right. So this proposed, I just want to say this, this proposed rule change is not a change of the rights of the students to pray in school. okay? because students have always had the right to pray in the school. They still have the rights to pray in school. And I I think it's necessary that we say this, J.C., because Donald Trump is not giving these students the right to pray. The federal government is not giving these students the right to pray. And Betsy DeVos is not giving these students the right to pray. What this proposed rule does is simply says, if these students are exercising rights that they already have, we, schools that take federal funding, we will hold them accountable if they interfere with those prayers. Yeah. So, Trump is not giving anybody the right to pray. This rule doesn't give anybody the right to pray. And I have to keep saying that because here's the mentality. If we believe that Trump's rule gives these students the right to pray, when the next president comes in and repeals that rule, then all of a sudden, everybody in the stinking universe is gonna believe, our students don't have the right to pray anymore. And that's the danger right? Trump's not giving anybody the right to pray. Betsy DeVos is not giving anybody the right to pray. This rule is not giving anybody the right to pray. The students have always had the right to pray. And you could even go on the federal government's Department of Education website and see that they've had this codified in their Bill of Rights forever for students. And so what I find encouraging and maybe you can chime in here as well is the fact that we finally have an administration that's stepping up and saying we're not going to tolerate this abuse from schools that take federal funding
1: yeah no we've been having this conversation a while you know I remember every
0: single press briefing we've been to at the white house this year this is something that we've said yeah you've got to hold them accountable
1: and i've sent communication to our senator mr rubio many times on this issue um, yeah, and he personally probably has never read it, but uh, none of his gatekeepers has ever, have ever responded, nor have we seen any action out of his office mm-hmm. about this. Since I guess it doesn't involve bombing some country somewhere, <laughs> Rubio's not interested in <laughs> dealing with the issue. So yeah. uh, perhaps if I said, Mr. Rubio, if you could please you know, enforce Enforce uh, or, or protect our liberties by sending an invasion force full of tanks to the colleges Then he, he, he'd get behind that he'd get to invade and bomb somebody um, So he'd like that Yeah, but you know It is what it is. So we've been talking we've been talking about this issue for a while that uh, You know if if they're going to be funds sent to these schools then uh you know they shouldn't be allowed to get away with what they get away with.
0: Right. Absolutely. And as, and this would go. I mean, I don't
1: think they should get our tax dollars anyway. But that's another right, topic.
0: Right. Right. So as long as our tax dollars are being forcefully taken and given to these schools, then they ought, they must be held accountable. Right. Okay? Yeah. We should withdraw all funding, federal funding, from them to begin with. But whatever. And so again, this is Religious Freedom Day, and Jason, I wanted to talk to you because you have. Um, You and I have a particular interest in this. We've done pretty deep study in the issue of the historical application of religious liberty and religious freedom. At Liberty First University, where's this thing? Okay, at Liberty First University, I have several classes that talk about religious liberty. You have a couple classes that talk about religious liberty as well. Uh, The history of the fact that our founders didn't make this stuff up, that, that this is a history that was brought to them, especially to our country, Uh, our documents from over 700 years and that's through the history of the constitution in my religious liberty class but you um
1: well if you look at we we were having this discussion with somebody the other day when you
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh even even the class that you give about the genealogy of our constitution Mm -hmm. the dna you know the five liberty charters over a period of 800 years in, in british legal history that that bring us our uh founding documents you know mm-hmm. uh most people know magna carta um and most people haven't heard of 1100 charter of liberties which la- right. laid the ground for the magna carta the uh the grand remonstrance the english bill of rights in all english of those.
0: history 1100 charter of liberties was really the beginning of the recognized codified separation of church and state so, so and jefferson I was, got this platform
1: what i was going to say in in all of those you know the history of all those documents actually occurred <laughs> in the context of the battle for religious liberty there was always some issue uh, swirling or or was either the catalyst uh, for for the revolt or the you know the the fight and the expansion of the recognition of liberty and the protections of, of Liberty mm-hmm. uh, almost always happened in that history in a religious liberty context and so the, the whole idea is inseparable from our history it's inseparable from our founding documents and a lot of people, you know, we run into people that, particularly, you know, we, I think we sort of move around in libertarian circles somewhat from time to time and you right. you know, you run into many libertarians that just this freak out. I don't understand their concept of libertarianism, but they freak out about any conversation about liberty, these sort right. of atheist libertarians. It's just bizarre to me because a part of religious liberty as a concept in this this country is being free to worship Mm -hmm. for sure but also free not to worship and I I don't and just because we talk about that talk about religion and religious liberty it's not a it's not a stand to coerce anyone into submitting to the Christian religion this is not which I know many on the religious right Right. do but our concept the American concept of religious liberty is not Christian Sharia uh, as you hear from some on the right
0: What's more relevant, JC, than what we think is the recognition that those who wrote the Constitution, those who ratified the Constitution, believed exactly the, or the majority of them believed exactly the same way as well. Right. We are not here to establish a national religion, and we're not here to force religion on people. I mean, the whole the what history should call and the for father, them
1: that was a Christian perspective.
0: That was a Christian. That is which the, I agree. With right. Exactly the Judeo-Christian worldview that that we'll all stand before God one day and it's only God that answer, that we have to answer to for our faith and for our conscience and that yeah. uh, God, who hung the moon and the stars, doesn't strike us dead when we don't believe what he wants us to believe, so government shouldn't be able to exercise a power that God doesn't exercise on his own.
1: Right, so in America, if like somebody like Josh, his body is his church. G- great, right, that's we live in america and so he has absolute freedom to do that to say there's no god so there's no god given rights absolute freedom to do that now of course we can argue natural law right from from the point of the the nature of your being you weren't right. created by another man so so you can take that from you know the perspective of a person of faith mm-hmm. or if this is josh perspective you you still arrive at the same mm-hmm. Point, which which mm-hmm. was our founders' view, which I agree in my mind, uh, just what they said is a gospel-centered view because mm-hmm. they uh, they believed that the gospel is not coercive. This right. was one of the things. Uh, this is one of the things that that uh, Roger Williams. So right. I, I posted a day on Instagram, like two instrumental figures in the development of of. Uh, American's view of religious liberty. One of those per- people was uh, Roger Williams, which we found out Mr. Kramer is, rela- is a descendant of Anne Hutchinson, Anne Murray mm-hmm. Hutchinson, who was part of that group and part of that uh, fight there where she had doctrinal differences with the, the powers that be in the Massachusetts uh, government in, in New England mm-hmm. and where they had uh, an enforced Christianity and roger williams fighting with those same people right uh, had the view from the scripture that the gospel is the power of god unto salvation right it's right. it's the holy spirit from a christian perspective is the holy spirit working through the presentation of the gospel to bring people to mm-hmm. a saving knowledge of, of of christ to have them converted and so roger williams basically articulated this is not This relationship between man and his God is not under the power and authority of the state. You cannot create that relationship through the agency of man. That is a relationship between man and God, and Mm -hmm. and, and the state should stay out of it. You can't, you know, if you you think, um, again, from a gospel perspective, uh, you can't make, like, I can't create a Christian. No, I can't create
0: no, that's a the, true the, believer. The, the Inquisition and the Crusades. You don't. You don't create Christians. You create. And, and actually, where did I just read this? Oh, um,
1: so but that the was liberty, the perspective. That was the perspective. At River University,
0: the I'm right now in at uh, River University in our class Constitution Two. We're doing the right to revolution, and uh, Alexander Hamilton has an amazing response to uh, a a writer that writes himself as the farmer and who's actually an archbishop who is a loyalist to the king. And Hamilton talks about forcing people by the sword of government Mm -hmm. to believe. And he says, all you do is create hypocrites all you do is send people to hell because they can't come to faith on their own, and all you do is torture and oppress. Right. That's what the sort of government does when it tries to create theocracies. And so the the, the man who should be called the father of the First Amendment is a, it was a minister by the name of John Leland, and he said... Every man must give accountability to God, therefore every man has to be free to worship God according to the dictates of his conscience. And just like you said, JC, the freedom to worship God according to the dictate of the conscience must include a freedom to not worship God. Right. And that's what what our founders and that's what our founders believed. You you have here JC's Instagram page by the way is JC Hall Global. And he has a post today about Roger Williams and John Leland. And I just, I think this is a really, really important discussion. And you end where the spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. Because it is the Judeo-Christian worldview that that teaches that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. But it's also the Judeo-Christian worldview that teaches, as Leland said, that we have the freedom to believe and not to believe. Because Government. The bottom line is this: government's not going to stand before God in your place. Yeah. So they can't tell you what to believe and not to believe because they can't hold accountability for that.
1: Yeah, and and I use the term gospel-centered worldview, by the way. Um, you know, just to be specific, because yeah. people. Well, I you know, guess people, that's, yeah, that's. may have different different interpretations understandings of understanding. that when you say yeah. you know the term you used is sort of a historical talks about historical origins and development and the path that that uh that it took um but it but it's at the heart at the heart of the the uh and it's john leland uh at, at the heart of the concept of american around? no no somebody was asking john lee what is john leland okay i'll
0: write um,
1: up here somebody was asking asking that but at the heart of mm-hmm. at the heart of uh you know that view is is the gospel and the understanding that that as in the gospel says whosoever will let him come that it's it's not coercive it's not mm-hmm. it's not muslim sharia submit or die it's not forcing you uh, to be to believe uh, and we can also throw in there it's not the perspective that the popes in the crusade had that we go in and by the sword make people christian that's wrong as well that's not that's not gospel-centered. That's not founded on the principles of the gospel.? Right. Um, so you know that, and that's one thing that people outside of Christianity who, who may have, you know, may take a negative view because they base it on those things done in the name right. of the faith. right. But yet they did not line up yeah, that's with the something true that... gospel principles of, of the faith.
0: I was on Kate Daly today. We were actually talking about this Kate Daly show. She's uh, Kate Daly. Radio.com, I think, is what it was, Kate Daly. But we were talking about so, all too often, people confuse the works of men with faith with a particular belief. Yeah, don't or blame, platform,
1: don't blame God for what man does. Yeah, right. In, and, in his name. And
0: they always say, well, what about, what about the Crusades? What about the Catholic priests who, who molest children? What about all the, all the pastors that do bad things? Okay, the, all you're seeing there is that these are depraved men who lack moral restraint or ma- lack moral center whatsoever. That is not a reflection on God. That is not a reflection on Christ. Yeah. That is not a reflection on its religion, and and so don't like you said don't blame God right. for what people do.
1: And you know, I, Roger Williams one of my favorite you know uh, founders. Um, to study in, in this realm. Yeah, there's um, two
0: books that J.C. recommends. Uh, one is Roger Williams and the Creation of the American Soul by John, John Barry. Barry mm-hmm. And the other is America in Crimson Red by, by the late, late John, James, James, James R. Yep. Beller. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it, it goes into the history that most uh, religious history, uh, most religious histories leave out. Mm-hmm. And, and, by, and just... FYI guys, I'm not this is not you're not going to hear an attack on people's faith here.
0: No. Um
1: you're so not I hear that. you know, I'll I'll tell you what I believe and I'll tell you what I think the gospel is, but I'm not going to start lashing out at uh, other faiths. Now I will talk about Islamic Sharia um, which is from the standpoint that it's incompatible with right. our republic. Uh, because of this idea of religious liberty, right? right. because uh, religious in under a sh- under Sharia, uh, essentially you know you're forced to be a Muslim or you, or you're taxed if you're not right so so that a particular re- religious class is the privileged class and then all others you know are subjugated right. to that. So while I'm not going to tax someone's faith I, I, that is one issue that, which, which again for me is not about so if you want to practice
0: Islam. Islam
1: without that stipulation, fine, because we have religious freedom or re- freedom of conscience. In it's this It's the country.
0: establishment of theocracy that is contrary to liberty. Correct. And you can see the will to establish theocracy in many religions. You see the will to establish theocracy even within the Christian religion. Right. Some of it intentional, some of it uh, because they don't realize that what they're asking for is theocracy. And theocracies in the hands of men is see, always tyranny. So
1: here's a good point. Affiliate pro. So this is one of those people. who who separates this discussion from America. This is Mm -hmm. part and parcel, right? Mm -hmm. There are countries all over the world killing people because of their religion, right? right? Part of the liberty that we have that makes us America. This is unique. To this nation, right? If you if you think this is church, this is not church. We're discussing liberty. This is part and parcel of who America is, and, I, and it's mind boggling yeah. to me and when is, people have you know because of their personal you know relig- religious anti religious view, anti church, anti God, anti Christian that you cannot even fully. Uh, you can't even listen to a discussion about something that's an aspect of America. Like, like for instance, I, I, we I'm,
0: have a I'm problem, not, JC. I'm not a sound coming from somewhere.
1: I'm not a lawyer, right? But there's part of the legal process, and you know these things that are part of uh, the American system. Yeah. So it, it, you know, it's part of it. So, whatever, man. If. if if that's if you if you if you need a safe space uh, you know go get in your safe space and, and come back when we're not talking about religious liberty
0: yeah I'll let you try no to figure problem. out what's going on with the submarine here why we got sound going on in the background all of a sudden that wasn't there before but I do want to mention that this is this is part of the problem JC what we have is this lack of understanding of the meaning of separation of church and state. It's like I said in the very beginning, the problem here, no my speaker's off here, the problem here is that we have been training people for so long that separation of church and state means that God has no business in public discussion. Mm -hmm. That your faith has no business in public discussion. Thank you, Craig. He says, I'm an atheist and I'm here to stay. Well that's good because Craig has an idea of what liberty actually is. That we are free to believe and talk about what's going on here in, in a public forum. We are we are talking about religious liberty and the fact that in America.
1: Okay, so maybe I misunderstood free- affiliate probe. Maybe he was talking about some of the commenters in in, in, in yeah. the uh, thing. Yeah. And, and and by the way, so let me address that with those guys, the, the, we're not here converting, trying to convert to this or that or whatever view. and of course you can share your opinion and what have you. Uh, but I, the point here is to recognize that I, the concept of religious liberty in America uh, was that ev- every view, everybody had their opinion and worship ac- or not worship according to the dictates of their conscience. Right. That That's the point, right? right? And so I think I think why it is a problem, just because, right? Because it's such a personal, uh, personal and passionate issue. It is. And then people people start to try to press, you know, my way or the highway right. kind of uh, kind of approach to it. And that was that was the the whole thing. And of course, then you know that leads to literal persecution, physical. Uh, right. Hanging, killing, right. uh, torturing—all right. that sort of stuff. I mean, th- that's the whole point of why this is part and parcel of our system. And I'm sorry, uh, uh, affiliate, affiliate pro, pro, if I misunderstood uh, your comments, but you know that's the point, guys. And, I and think here's part the, of the thing problem about that
0: we have today: is because we refuse to have these conversations. I mentioned the other day—I don't remember if it was here on the air or somewhere else—but. We have developed a culture in America where there's sort of like a social faux pas. You're not allowed to talk about religion and politics in public, right? Well, I'm sorry, that's the whole reason why our founders Uh, put the First Amendment in the Bill of Rights because we're supposed to talk about religion in public. We're supposed to talk about politics in public. And how successful has the social engineering of America been to create society where the two most important things of conscience, Mm -hmm. right? because... Reality, when you can sum up the First Amendment in in three words, it's freedom of conscience. So that's religion, speech, press, assembly, grievance. It's all about freedom of conscience. James Madison said conscience was the most essential and most important piece of property that we have, that we have brainwashed and manipulated an entire nation of people who, by the way, live in the most liberty centered society at least by its creation
1: mm-hmm. that
0: we are not supposed to talk about religion and politics
1: right the two things the two that things we have to talk
0: about, to talk about. <laughs> this is why government is out of control because we're not allowed to talk about politics this is why uh, we have the the confusion about separation of church and state, confusion about religious liberty. Do you know how many times, J.C., I get, well, Christian, if you think that everybody should have religious liberty, then you must be a supporter of Sharia law, and you must have to, you realize that when you were, when you do what you say, we have to let Muslims kill each other. We have to let, you know, honor killings and, and mutilation of women and all yeah, this stuff. And I'm yeah. like, no. You, it, you only believe that because we've been forbidden socially. Right? Why do you have to create a law to outlaw free speech when you've socially made it in unacceptable. Mm -hmm. So it's socially unacceptable to talk about politics. It's socially unacceptable to talk about religion. And so now we have a majority of the people in America who believe that separation of church and state means you can't talk about religion in politics, you can't talk about it in government, your faith can't drive you in your decisions if you're in government, and that, that that you can't talk about politics. Look, this is the result, right? We teach for generations that people cannot bring their faith into their decisions to create law or to pass law or to write law or whatever. So basically what we've been telling people we've elected to office for generations is they have to leave their morality outside when they go in to work for government. Mm-hmm. And now there no, should be no question as to why we have such an unhinged, immoral government when we've been teaching them for generations that they can't bring their morality inside. Right. Because there's a difference between somebody being morally centered and making their decisions based on morality than somebody writing legislation to force morality.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, and and that's I, I, and obviously there's there's always that line there. There's always that tension, right? I mean, that's where some of the debate happens and how far this goes and sort of ferreting out those effects. But that's where, you know, you teach that concept of liberty, where right. that basically you have the right to do whatever you want with whatever is yours, right. as long as you don't harm another. Right. And then people get into what is harm. And then that's mm-hmm. where then the debate happens. And um, s- some of these things are stretched.
0: From a secular perspective, you know, Christians believe that we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. Mm-hmm. From a secular perspective, it's called the Golden Rule: Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Right. And if you can, and those—that's the basic foundation of liberty. That's why, once again, if I can have just a second, liberty and freedom are not the same thing. We get it. Liberty equals freedom plus morality.
1: That sh- and you're not talking about theocratic, no state enforced no. system of religion.
0: No, no, that is not what I'm talking about.
1: So, what do you mean when you when you mean morality?
0: What I mean is a a shared morality in society that decides that, that it's some things are wrong, right? Murder. You you don't own as I don't remember who it was. Was it Josh or somebody said here on our live feed uh, that that you know I, I don't I'm not a Christian, but I believe that you can't own another man, right? right? That slavery is bad. Well, no man has the right to own another man, and I think that's something we can all agree when you murder you're taking ownership over another person you're killing that person so murder is wrong because you don't own another person stealing is wrong because you don't own another person slavery is wrong because you don't own another person taking someone's property is wrong these are the things that we have as a shared understanding in society that there are things that are right and wrong
1: so it's essentially the morality of liberty
0: It is the morality Uh, of liberty. Which
1: is at at the heart of the gospel, which is what what Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. Somebody said, can an
0: atheist be moral? Absolutely an atheist can be moral. Because look, it's about understanding this is the limit,
1: right? Love you your neighbor as yourself. Love
0: your neighbors as yourself. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you Liberty knows no bounds other than you cannot harm or control the rights of another and right. that's the foundation upon which our America the that's the foundation upon which our states were created That's the foundation upon which our union was created. That's the foundation upon which our 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 Constitution was created, the fundamental principle of liberty. That's why, look, John Adams, probably the most theocratically focused person that we had in government, right? Because he was so theocratically minded, he, and and, and I I don't want to, I'm going to trigger some people, but I believe that John Adams was the worst president of his day. (laughs) I just flat out tell you that. He was the worst president of his day. But... Even he said this, liberty must at all hazards be supported. We have a right to it derived from our maker. But if we had not, our fathers have bought and purchased it for us at the expense of their ease, their estates, their pleasure, and their blood. So uh, even in that context, John Adams recognized that people who maybe not be Christian-centered or gospel-centered, as you said, We understand that there are certain things that are right and wrong
1: right yeah i you know from that that question about can atheists be moral and of course and and i hear this from christians a lot and obviously um i lost uh who said said, only only truth obviously you you've heard that as well um if as i've heard from christians an atheist can't be moral you you, that's that's almost um i'm going to trigger some christians that's almost a heretical (laughs) statement because you're actually flipping the gospel because (laughs) because then you're asserting right because the gospel isn't about being good okay Mm -hmm. that's and that's the distinction so when you say an atheist can't be moral right then that undermines much of paul's teaching where he says hey your moral actions your your so-called righteousness, your outward works, is not going to get you to heaven. I mean, that's one of the how Paul was talking. So then, if you you're saying the opposite when you because you're you're basically asserting uh, that morality is is the thing, right? right. That that makes right. you morality a true, is not what makes you a true you, believer. You to heaven. Right?
0: Morality doesn't. No, from, to and heaven. from a
1: gospel perspective, I'm not trying right. to I'm not trying to you know blast anybody. But so from a bit from the a biblical point of view from a gospel point of view mm-hmm. right yes you can be moral the other side of that that people don't like to hear and again this this is this is my faith mm-hmm. ask the question i'm going to tell you right the the, the the other part of that is it's not your morality christians christians biblical christians uh believe it's not your morality that gets you to heaven it, it's it's your it's your faith in christ it's it's really more of uh, an allegiance, a bowing to the sovereignty of Christ. Right. That's really, that's what saving faith is. It's not right. your outward works. So yeah, anybody can perform good works. Right. Uh, the scripture teaches that, but it says as far as depending on those to be what makes you acceptable to God, mm-hmm. uh, then the Bible says, you know, your works, your morality is as filthy rags.
0: Right, because so, the, the scripture know, that, that's the gospel says perspective. But
1: yes, you you can be more you can be an atheist and be moral. You can be a good person.
0: But God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that those that would believe on Him, yeah, right. And so that's the distinction between the Christian faith of eternal salvation and the di- in the secular understanding of morality.
1: Yep, Amen.
0: Amen amen
1: yeah and that's and that's that the religion and thor says religion and politics affects everything like it or not and that's what i was thinking you mm-hmm. know uh religion deals with your your destiny and politics deals with your present reality i mean the, those are the right really the things yes. that that speak to those two issues there's right. nothing more important than that from a philosophical perspective so you know yeah and and that's Right. And so this is the scripture gives a list of people who lack morals who will not enter heaven. And that's absolutely right. Uh, and, but and, and, it also and what is, points out the, 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 the guy me, who
0: followed wait, wait the second, law, wait, the rich man that followed right, the law.
1: Let me, let me finish this because this is important a distinction here when it's talking about here's this list of these people lack morals. Because that, defi- that define that defined that's a list of not necessarily their behavior, like their this particular action so much as it that characterizes who they are, because like you said, Paul also talks about people who are moral that don't get to heaven. So when you reconcile those two things, so from a gospel perspective, right, what we believe, and uh, winged infinity, what was being referred to there. So from a Christian perspective, we believe that by the power of the Holy Spirit through the regeneration by the gospel, that, that now we're able to be truly moral and plus because now our good acts are done in christ as as mm-hmm. the bible says. and
0: we have a greater power to resist the temptation now now, now we're in church doing bad things yeah now we're in church <laughs> now right we're in church yeah now we're in church but the here but and again there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because this is this is what religious liberty is about and we have to understand that religious freedom as a Jefferson, I'll pull up this quote again. Jefferson said that all men shall be free to profess and by argument to maintain their opinions and matters of religion. And that's, I, I want us to be very clear that he was also talking about within the boundaries of liberty. Yeah. Right? So we also have this misperception today. What is that? We've talked about this, JC, on the show. This, this thought that. Because, in the last ten years, everything was invented, right? So we have this idea that all of a sudden, uh, um Islamic extremism is brand new in the world, yeah. right? And we forget about the Barbary pirates. We forget that that Jefferson and his generation dealt with Islamic extremists, and they dealt with it and and even John Leland said, that we are trying to create an America where all are equally free. He said Jews, Turks, Pagans, and Christians. Mm-hmm. So who are the Turks? They, they're they're, is, they're, they're um, Islamists, right? Yeah. Right? So he's saying, Leland, the father of the First Amendment, is the fact of religious liberty, said, we are trying to create a place where even... Uh, Islam can be welcome in America but yeah. remember within the boundaries of liberty
1: right and and the, the uh, let me make sure I'm clear on this I still see some of the little things so liars murderers etc shall not inherit the kingdom of God but it doesn't say so stop lying so that you can inherit the kingdom of God right mm-hmm. so what if, an, if a Muslim stops lying from a Christian perspective, do they go to heaven? So, when you talk about, you know, uh, Christians willingly keep the commandments, correct. So, what we're, we're talking about is the unbeliever who acts moral, right, without Christ, without submitting to Christ, without accepting Christ. We don't believe, Christians, at least in my view, biblically what, what centered Bi- Christians, Bible Christianity <laughs> does not believe that, does not teach that. So, you, the gospel is, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. And then you're empowered uh, after that, by that, to be moral. So you don't say, no, nah, I'm going to just be moral. I'm, I'm not going to do the Christ thing, but I'll be moral and make it to heaven. That's not what the gospel teaches. Right. So you have to get it in the right order. And we talk about these verses of you know, listening to these behaviors and, and, and the references to these things, you got to get that in proper order. And and what I'm talking about is, you know, just the separate notion of being moral. Mm-hmm. So anybody can be moral, but we're not talking about, there. there's a difference uh, in gospel morality in that sense. Uh, again, as the Bible said, all of your righteousnesses outside of Christ are as filthy rags. So... It's a clear distinction, and that's not not trying to disparage, um, you know, not trying to disparage you. But that's the gospel. That's what I believe. That's what you believe. Um, mm-hmm. That's what Christians believe. Um, if, and if you're not a Christian, you're welcome in America, and you're welcome to worship according to dictates of your conscience. And and that was really the whole point of these of the Christian these Christian men and women uh, who were the founders. What Madison argued, what Leland argued, what these guys argued—the whole purpose of the religious religious liberty, as they understood it, free to worship, free not to worship—what was uh, in their explanation, so that the gospel could freely work, so that I could walk up to the guy on the street, and the gospel could could function like it's supposed to. I share the Holy Spirit works. You get you get saved. You become a Christian. Wonderful. Uh, not the government saying you will be a Christian if not you're going to be punished cuz that's that's not christianity that's a false christianity
0: well i think so that's also, why it doesn't
1: fit that's why it was their view that's why it was a gospel thing well sermon. not only that
0: they ha- they had the history of actually living from through that i mean when you're talking about the two books that you said about Roger Williams and and uh, Pastor Beller's book, America in Crimson Red, you're talking about a specific history. You're talking about the people fleeing religious persecution under under uh, James the I and, and Charles I. You're talking about here on American soil, yeah. people, uh, Christians, executing, persecuting, beating, tarring, feathering, and oppressing christians in the name of of denominational differences right. right here on this soil massachusetts had a law that said if any shipman were to import a quaker into massachusetts the shipman would be thrown into prison and the quaker would be hung and so it is it is the understanding that when government and religion are it makes an unholy unity that men use the f- coercion of the conscience with the force of government yeah. and that's what's wrong and i and i know that if you are using coercion in government if you're using force then you are not following the gospel according to Jesus Christ. So you have no business calling yourself a Christian if you're hanging other people because they don't believe what you believe. Mm And But it's this history that we don't teach because we're not allowed to talk about religion and politics. And in this history, we're dealing with both religion and politics at the same time because we had a politics that was religion that were executing people. And so we can't teach this religion. So then we get into the discussion all over again because we don't know where theocracy ends anymore. We don't understand what it looks like when government takes over religion, right? And then you have people like um, when we had the presidential um, election where Jeb Bush ran for president. And he stood up there and said, well, you know, because we were having trouble with the refugees. And how do we determine which are real refugees and which ones are terrorists? And Jeb Bush said, what I would do is establish a test to determine if the refugees are Christian or not. Right. That's all we need is government developing a test to determine whether people are Christians or not. You know, it like stabbed me in the heart when I heard him say that, because I know this history. I remember you chuckled because you said, wow, I wish I'd have had that (laughs) test when I was a pastor, right? Because then I could have determined who in my congregation was a Christian or not. But you then you understand that when the government creates a test, then, then it has to have people that punish people for failing that test. And there's who's going to write the test, right? Your pastor? No. Some bureaucrat. Which form of Christianity is going to be the standard? Not only that, you have lots of of people that I love and I respect and what have you say that we need to outlaw Islam in America. So now we don't understand that when the government can create a law to outlaw a religion, or an ideology, yep. when the administration changes and you have a Muslim president who has the authority to outlaw religion or an ideology, then who's gonna be on the chopping block? That's why separation of church and state means that government can never have that power, no matter how attractive that may be to a majority or to a few.
1: Yeah, what about outlawing Sharia?
0: Sharia is already outlawed. It is against the law to murder in America. It is against the law to abuse people in America. You can't mutilate your child in America and get away with that. Not only that, JC, religion has never been an excuse to circumvent these fundamental laws we don't allow sacrificial worship of of a god through the sacrificing of babies in America? My goodness. and We don't even allow through the war on drugs for some religious people to take certain drugs according to their religion. So, you can't tell me that we have to allow Sharia because it's a part of somebody's religion. No, we don't. We have to enforce the laws that are on the books. What else I mean, that's part of the history of America that's a problem, too. Why do we have regulatory agencies? Because we refuse to enforce the laws on the corporate fat cats, right? So we won't, we won't prosecute the for corporate fat cats for letting their people die in their factories due their negligence. So we have to create regulations to sort of fine them when they should be criminally prosecuted. But that's a whole other story.
1: All right. Well, happy Religious Freedom Day.
0: Happy Religious Freedom Day.
1: Good discussion.
0: Yes, I hope so. I hope so. And I just want to put on the record here, we talked a lot about eternal salvation. We talked a lot about our faith in Christ. And I just want to be clear, if any of these things are ever something that you want to discuss with with me or with with JC, if you want to know more about the plan that God has for you in your life, whether you're a believer or not, if you want to know more about how you can be sure of where you go when you die, then please, please, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, JC and I would be happy, and am I speaking out of turn for you, JC? We would be no, happy. No, I, I love to have fun. these
1: discussions. I mean, would be happy to do Some that. of my favorite discussions. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, uh, I don't argue about religion, but I, I, I love talking with people who are interested yes
0: and have, have questions
1: or have different opinions it's like uh, like one of our listeners who who we appreciate uh, i don't believe i'll go to heaven i believe i'll be something else you know i love discussions like that right. i mean because right. from my perspective i think there are answers I, yes i don't agree with that and i think i think there's there's answer to absolutely. that uh, topic and and i don't you know and that's the thing it's like you know, if somebody says that to a lot of people, somebody says that, then it, it makes them angry and they'll, they'll, they'll like attack that Shall person. You don't believe you'll go to heaven. And it just, it's so, um, it's so counterproductive. It's, it's crazy to me, especially from a Christian point of view. You want people to come to the faith and then you're going to treat people so obnoxiously when they have a differing view, uh, it's crazy it's just a crazy kind of approach so i don't uh that's that kind of thing's distasteful for me um so i mean obviously i'm well, not know, we'll stand up and boldly call out sin and, and that sort of thing but faith
0: is faith right people who
1: really want to know truth then i
0: and truth is faith is faith and truth is truth and i believe that there's a point where they intersect Yep. and you can be settled in your faith, and if you don't, if you're not settled in your faith, and, and you then and you can't defend your faith, then maybe you need to be settled in that.
1: Or, or your lack you of faith.
0: Or a lack of faith, like right? You're,
1: you're scared of questions, discussions, and challenges. Right. Then maybe you, maybe your opinions aren't as strong as you you think they are. It, it's right. like it's like I guess we ought to close pretty quick. It's yeah. like the um, you we guys you should check the- this out if you hadn't if you haven't seen it. What's what's the guy's name? Ricky. Uh, Jervis when he did the Golden Globes. Oh
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: And the We'll p- talk
0: about that man,
1: too. the political humor and it and then the left freaks out. It's like okay, if you're so right. correct and so settled on your opinions, why the freak out? Why the hurt feelings? Why are you so afraid mm-hmm. at someone discussing these Yeah,
0: because the guy that did the article in the Daily Caller said, "Look, the fact that article. you're freaking out great article. because a liberal roasted you yeah. for making political speeches, maybe that's an indication that you are not as firm in your belief." Yeah. He called it an insecurity. You're insecure in who you are and what if, you believe. If you
1: haven't seen it, Google Golden Globes and check out some of the some of the jokes from uh, ricky jervis i think is how you say his name just how he's roasting these lefty political activists it was hilarious hilarious
0: yeah yeah well thank you josh for hitting the like button and i do want to remind you everybody that will have several hundred people watching us right now and and so we want to remind you hit that like button and if you don't if you don't hit the like button for any other reason, hit it because it makes YouTube mad that you like our videos. And you can- Share our videos because it makes YouTube mad yeah. that you like our videos and share our videos. And it, it, it messes with their algorithms because they're constantly trying to bury us. And if you like us and you share us, then you blow their censorship out of the water.
1: Yeah. And so if you if you have any questions or comments regarding religion, you just want to share you know your thoughts or whatever, uh, go on the site and uh, drop drop a line, drop an email. Yeah, let me I I'll, I'll be happy to read it. So here, just go to com and uh,
0: I'll put it up here on the, on the in line. the chat room so you can see it, com. JC gets all the emails from there
1: and all I right. know he
0: would love to talk to you. Yep, guys.
1: love to read them. God, God bless you
0: guys. Night. Thank you and we will see you next time.